This is Show Me Today. If you're in an area subject to flooding, you may want to check what your insurance covers. Marshall Griffin is here with the Vice President of Public Affairs for the American Property Casualty Insurance Corporation to analyze the precautions and how Missouri is projected to handle potential floods this year. Even with the drought uh, last summer, there was a, a very devastating flash flood in the St. Louis area that uh, actually killed some people, did a lot of property damage. So just, just because conditions are dry doesn't mean that flooding's not a risk. Is that correct? That is absolutely correct, and particularly with the flash flooding that, like you had in St. Louis, where, you know, and that's the challenge with flooding is that it's really hard to predict exactly where and when they will occur. Uh, the river flooding is a little more predictable, and this year NOAA is estimating that the Missouri, the Mississippi River from uh, Minneapolis down to St. Louis is at greater than average uh, flood risk. And uh, and then also what we have right at this time of the year are the tornadoes and things. And while Missouri doesn't have as many as some of the states that are in the top 10, you can count on probably around 50 tornado reports each year in Missouri. And uh, so you have to be kind of watching for both the water rising as well as the uh, windstorms that can blow through. Why is there a higher risk of flooding on the upper Mississippi this year? From what I understand, it's a lot of it has to do with the uh, snowfall this year. We've had a little bit more snow this year, and uh, so that's putting a little more uh, pressure on the contributor contributaries to the Mississippi River. And so, from the uh, the northern part of the river, is expected to be a little bit more flooded uh, than it has in past years. You're listening to Show Me Today. This is Marshall Griffin. We're speaking with Jeffrey Brewer with the American Property Casualty Insurance Corporation. Now, uh, this is uh, the the time of year we can expect floods, as uh, we've uh, mentioned already. Remind us of some of the really significant flood events Missouri has seen in recent years. This past last year, St. Louis had a major flash flooding event that uh, created a lot of property damage. And I believe there may have been one or two lives that were lost in that. Uh, and then as you go back a few years, there's been a lot of flooding. I'm from Iowa, and I remember in uh, 92, 93, we had a lot of flood events. And then there was a really major flood event back in the 20s that was particularly widespread and, and uh, deadly. So flooding is something that we ought to be really watchful for uh, because, you know, even a you know one inch of water you know, is estimated to cause, you know, could cause up to $25,000 in damage. And so it's real important to know what your flood risk is and uh, and then take steps to make sure that you're prepared because particularly with the flash floods, they can occur really quickly. And so you don't always have a lot of time to respond and react. So advanced preparation is the key. Are there any common misconceptions about uh, what's in a homeowner's policy when it, you know, when it comes to natural disasters? Yeah, most uh, wind-related events are going to be covered. Uh, most hail events are going to be covered. But flooding is not covered in your standard homeowner's policy. And a lot of people don't realize that. It's, uh, flood insurance is something that you have to purchase from either the National Flood Insurance Program or there are some private companies that offer it. But typically there's like a 30-day waiting period before, before your flood coverage you know, kicks in. And so you don't want to wait until the water is rising to buy your flood insurance. You want to get that in advance. And uh, one of the things that's important to do is we encourage everyone, whether it's for flooding or just general uh, purposes, 
is to talk to their insurance agent at least once a year and do an assessment of their risk to make sure that they're adequately covered, you know, with insurance. And at that time, you can, you know, look at purchasing flood insurance either from your uh, from your agent or if you need be, you go to the National Flood Insurance Program and purchase flood. One of the last things you want to do is make sure you have the not only the right amount of coverage, but the right types of coverage. And that's part of the review process that you go through with your agent to make sure that uh, your coverage is, uh, that is up to date. One of the things that we found, particularly with inflation, the cost of supplies, cost of rebuilding has all gone up. And you may need to increase your coverage amount to make sure you are adequately covered. Because the last thing you want to do is to find out, that, you know, when you, after an event has occurred, that you don't have either the right type of insurance or you don't have enough insurance to fully recover. So to take that away, you know, for, to prevent that from occurring, have that conversation with your agent or broker to make sure that you're fully covered. Because for most of us, our home is our biggest asset. And uh, you, so you want to protect that as best you can. One other thing that I would add is that too often we find that people overestimate their preparedness for natural disasters. And this can lead to gaps in preparedness and gaps in their insurance coverage. And so, again, that's another thing that we always, you know, if you think, if you think you're prepared, check it out and make sure. You're listening to Show Me Today. This is Marshall Griffin, and we're speaking with Jeffrey Brewer. He's the Vice President of Public Affairs for the American Property Casualty Insurance Association. Uh, obviously, uh, there's people think about uh, make, making sure their homes are protected uh, during a floods, but uh, flooding is also uh, can also be very risky for uh, vehicles, cars, trucks, SUVs, and the like. What uh, any advice as far as uh, coverage or making sure your um, automobiles uh, don't get either you know totaled out or heavily damaged in floodwaters? Yeah, that's a really good point. With the um, with the autos, it's important to make sure you have comprehensive coverage on your auto because that's what's going to cover you for a flood. The other thing is that if you if your car is in floodwaters, you know, uh, be careful about starting it up or driving it if like the floorboards are wet or if you think water has gotten up into the engine because the, because the electrical uh, parts of the car can be damaged and that can ruin the whole engine, you know, if you try and drive it while it's still wet. And so we recommend, you know, if your car is in a flood to, you know, have it towed and taken to a mechanic where they can, you know, make sure it's dried out and, uh, and then, you know, go through the process of, you know, starting it and making sure it's all okay and everything. You run, if you're driving your car and you look and you come into an area that looks like it may be flooded, you know don't don't enter it. You know we we talk about you know uh, turning around, you know during the flood to make sure that you don't uh, find yourself getting swept away in the floodwaters because you'd be surprised how little water it takes to provide to lift the vehicle up and then you can get you know taken away and in, in the floodwater. So. Uh, they talk about, you know, stop, turn around, you know, before you enter into, you know, flood area, flooded areas. Are there any particular home improvements uh, that uh, someone can do to help, you know, make certain safeguards uh, when it comes to flooding? You know, you may, may not be able to pr- totally protect a house from flooding, but are there certain things that homeowners can do to reduce the risk? To reduce the risk is part of it is understanding exactly what your risk is, and you want to find out 
you know, what, because depending upon how often you get flooded and where you get flooded and how it floods, you know, can make a difference. And so uh, talk with your agent about, you know, what your flood risk is and, you know, what sort of steps you can do. But some things are, you know, is to try and keep the water out of the house, either through, you know, building the home up a little bit more where it's elevated. It's not like a hurricane where you get storm surge, you know, but having the house a little higher up can make a difference. And then, like, so you often see people, you know, sandbagging, you know, around their house during uh, storms. And so having those kinds of things, you know, at your ready, as opposed to trying to get them at the last minute is helpful. We always recommend people create an inventory of their home content. Uh, so if something happens and they, uh, you know, have a loss, they know exactly what they had. And it can be done, you know, real quickly because everyone now has with their cell phone a camera. And even if you just go through each house, each room of your house, your closets, your drawers, and take photos or a video of your content, then it makes it easier to report a loss to your agent if you have one. Uh, and so it's just kind of a, a handy little thing. And you can store it, you know, on your phone. You can store it in the cloud so that you have it if, you know, if you need it. That was Jeffrey Brewer, the Vice President of Public Affairs for the American Property Casualty Insurance Association. You're listening to Show Me Today, the Voice of Missouri.